0: My name is
1: Pam. And
0: my name is Edwin.
1: And you're listening to episode 12 of Dungeons, Dinings,
0: and Dorks.
1: Hooray! As you can hear, Pam is back Bums. with us. Yay! Yeah. We missed you! <laughs> uh, it's too cold. <laughs> it's
0: too cold.
1: <laughs> it is. But you come back to us with exciting news. Tell us this exciting news. Okay, so remember remember that little Indiegogo
2: of... Um, the Filipino tabletop RPG,
1: yeah, huh? the one that huh? I got all huh? excited about, yeah. Yeah, I think
2: it was. What was it? It was part of like a, a the OMG. Yeah, some
0: I, episode. It, it was one of those. So yeah,
2: yeah so it's fully funded, a hundred thirty-seven percent actually. So okay, so if you if you go, if you listeners don't remember, it. It's called The Islands of Sina Una. It's a TTRPG based off of Filipino culture and folklore.
1: And, and it's uh, Dungeons and Dragons 5e compatible. Right, right. And it got fully funded, so, yes! We
2: might actually. So excited! Yeah, I. 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 I, uh, I did the the hardcover book.
1: And- perk. I, I got the hardcover one also. <laughs> and I it's, think...
2: What does it come with? It, it, doesn't it come with like a DM screen too?
1: and I think that was the next step up. Oh, was it the upside? Op- oh. Yeah, I think that was the next step up. But I'm, I'm just super excited to get the book at all. Because I think the next level down didn't have any actual book. I think it just got the... It's all digital. DM, yeah, it was all digital. So yeah, this I'm... Really, super excited about,
2: and um, yeah, and it's just awesome because we don't see anything Filipino.
1: Yeah, they've. Uh, have you seen the previews of the monsters that they're including? They've they've put out uh, two previews.
2: There was oh, was in part of that email. I
1: think, um, I, I think it was. I think one of them came out through the email and. I think another one came out through their one of their twitters. Okay, because I
2: thought I think I've seen the one in the email. But yes, I'm very excited about it. it. Yeah,
1: that's <laughs> and
2: I'm quite sad that I I don't have more money because <laughs> there is there's like this custom dice.
1: Yeah, oh, those oh. are so creepy looking. <laughs> It's beautiful.
2: Yeah, it's called Monstrous Incantation. And the D6 has like a skull in it. Yeah. It's it's, it's like what every witch doctor
1: needs. (laughs) Let me roll for it.
0: (laughs) I'm actually quite curious what those have anything to do with what they're... Because these are supposed to be based on... Filipino... Yeah. History? Folklore? What? Folklore.
1: Um, pre... Pre-colonial folklore.
0: Pre-colonial. So we're right. talking about 1500s and, and earlier.
1: Yeah.
2: It, I mean, you can. I mean, there are... There are warrior classes.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah I'm, I'm, I'm just seeing if I can...
0: I, <laughs> I'm just curious. I'm just curious how... what's it's going to look like because... I mean... I mean anybody who knows like Filipino Filipino history, you know, the only thing we know is like you know, like tribes and Lapu Lapu and all that stuff and it's like what are we
2: Well, remember there's also they're also combining mythical stuff too.
0: So yeah, it's not so just so historical. stories. It's
2: also myth myth
0: the mythology. As
2: well. Yeah, it's because okay. you need that in order to capture the fantasy part of oh, yeah. the RPG. Oh yeah. But it's still Filipino. Hey,
1: let's see. What are? Oh, I I found one of the emails with it. Um, it... oh gosh, I'm going to mispronounce this so badly. Here, pass this over to Edwin so he can read the name of it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't say that. Can you say that, please? <laughs> I...
0: g- give it to me, right?
2: You're 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 more. Your your tagalog is more.
0: Which one am I looking at? The big one there?
1: The the name of it. The M
0: Mandarankal.
1: Yeah. See? And if you, if you scroll Nailed down <laughs> if you scroll down there's another uh monster in another square just like that. Lampong? Yeah. And from what I understand they're also Yeah, um, these
0: are actually real
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's also a couple of monsters uh that they're exist. Give them where's the S one? <laughs> give that back. It's, it's, I'm pretty sure that this is just, just a preview. That's that's just a preview. If they're putting it in there, then it'll only be in there. Those are just previews oh of gosh, the My
0: gosh, an armor class What Edwin, is
1: that. Everyone give it back.
0: Challenge 4, come on. Dude, All just Oh,
1: right. well, there also um <laughs> there's a couple of of Dungeons and Dragons like they're considered classic monsters now that have been warped beyond their origin um like the terrasque. I guess that was originally based on a Filipino monster, and I could be mistaken, but it sounds like they're including the Filipino version of that.
0: You know, it makes this makes me want to go into like my stack of books and pull out. I remember having this book of like Filipino folklore uh-huh. and just digging through it because it. before before we start this game, once we get it, I wouldn't. Uh- I'm so curious. How, what they're grabbing. They are, my...
1: they are, they have a team of researchers that they've had at the ready who are going to dig as deep as they can into the mythology of it. Wow. Like they, that's, that's one of the teams that they had to worry about paying was the researchers. <laughs> so <laughs> from, yeah.
0: From the University of the Philippines.
1: Yeah. Like they, they've had a <laughs> team of researchers at the ready, a team of artists, a team of writers. Yeah. To pull it all together, and that was part of one of the things they wanted to do with their stretch goals was make you know, sure that these these people that they're hiring to do this are getting paid fairly. You know,
0: one of the things that, oh. one of the things that okay. I, I get so excited about things like this mainly because yeah, it really d- dives deep into something that has to do with you know the culture that I grew up mm-hmm. in, and it's. I hope they do it right. Okay. And I hope it, they do it justice. And I hope they do it, like, like respectfully. Because well, it's, one it's of the things... It's being by Filipinos. Yeah. And I just... You know, like, if I play it and I'm just like... Okay. Those are, like, the fears that I have is that... Is that I hope they do such a good job in that that I just, like, wow. It will wow me.
2: So... Yeah. There is a little snippet uh, of a paragraph. They're saying that they're pulling from all all over the Philippine mythology, across different regions, different people, the different dialects, the to area. create the world. There, yeah. are, there will be some conflict because of the different regions and everything. Oh, yeah. There's they're, more
0: than one folklore.
2: They, yeah. So if, the, if two tales conflict each other, they try to find some resolution. Well, that's they, good. They're not trying to dismiss one tale over another or preferring one or over another. They're just trying to take in as much as they can. I yeah. would be
0: so surprised, and I'd be so very, very happy, and that if they touch on the folklore of where the hometown that I grew up in, there. Oh, you're
1: talking the Bonkaras tree.
0: No. No. The story of the two tribes of uh, the two tribes of um, Bantu and Khan. <laughs> there's actually wow. uh, there's actually folklore I mean, on that.
2: I mean,, they, yeah, I, I think you mentioned that. They before. Yeah. even they even mentioned that if anyone is wishing to learn more about why they chose how they are, they have an appendix that explains the reasoning and clarifies the truth of the matter.
0: So, so it's so one of those things where it's like, oh my gosh. Anything where there were God.
1: conflicts, they'll probably they'll <laughs> have in the appendix. They'll they'll, they'll explain the reason. Yeah. And and personally Well oh, that's good. Okay, and I know personally this isn't my culture, but I do love mythology and I love learning about the cult, the mythology of other cultures. It's it's fascinating and it's exciting and well, you know, being married to a Filipino is, is like, hey, I get to learn more. This is exciting. So so yeah. Yeah <laughs> something to look Be- before I make myself <laughs> before I make myself sound even more awkward than I usually am. And before I stick my foot in the mouth... Hey Angelo. Yeah.
2: What have you made lately? <gasps> <laughs>
1: I <I've> made dice. <laughs> okay. I think you know have two
0: hundred dollar dice.
1: No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I okay, I know I mentioned it in a previous episode that I was gonna give it a shot. I have my first successful sat. Of dice, I'm really excited about it. Um, I have another set that is ready to be polished. I have another full set that is it. I'm waiting for it to finish curing all the way before I touch it, and then another partial set that I'm going to use mostly for practice and polishing techniques. But I'm really excited about it, um, and once I once i can get my quality consistent i'm going to be trying to sell them online
2: cool and and we will we, will, we can post pictures of yeah them. so yeah i fun. will
1: absolutely be uh giving you pictures to put on your instagram <laughs> at panda cat dragon i believe panda cat dragon hashtag pretty dice yay <laughs> Yeah, I'll I'll be giving you pictures to put up on that. I'm, so,
2: are they mostly what? They're resin.
1: They are made of resin. Yes, with with other things kind of suspended in them. Like the my first set, um, it has a combination of clear resin and black resin, um, and it's got glitter and um, some gold foil suspended in it. And they're kind of cloudy. That's because I touched them way too soon. I'm still trying to figure out how to polish that cloudiness out of them. But I think that's a chemical reaction from the oils in my fingers. So I don't think it'll ever fully so, clear cool up.
2: So <laughs> you made your mark.
1: I made my mark. But this is a, this set, I'm still happy with them. I'm keeping them to myself. The set that I'm going to be finishing off tomorrow is um, a semi-transparent black and purple Resin. Ooh. Like if you hold it up to the light, you can see the light through it. Cool. Um, and it's got glitter in it. And then the other set, I've got a combination of clear and bright purple resin. And those are. I the might ones... have to check that out because yeah. I like purple. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to take a look at that later. Cause, uh, yeah, I'm. I can't really touch those yet because they they're supposed to sit a bit longer before I mess with them. Now, make sure. You be patient this time. <laughs> I'll be patient. Th- I've been, I've been good. The the sparkly black ones. I was able to keep my mitts off of them until the day when I grabbed one of the spares to give it a practice clean up, and that worked out.
0: <laughs> she does have to get this done sometime this week because the gaming table in our game room. We kind of need that full of molds bottles of resin and
1: and sandpaper sandpaper and polishing stuff (laughs) and i
0: haven't i I haven't used the gaming table (laughs) in a while now
1: hey i missed the table (laughs) i had most of it cleared off recently-ish
0: because you needed it (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's right. When I actually had to work from home because of the snowstorm (laughs) last week, I actually had to say, I need the space. Uh, I had to kind
1: of clean up (laughs) real quick to make that space available.
0: But then then it kind of got filled up again. Oh, hey, I was making
2: progress. (laughs) You were done anyway, so.
1: Yeah, you you were done with it. Uh, Kicked out. (laughs) I know, I got kicked out. Yeah. At this point, there are tools that I need to get in order to continue making dice. So, the dice making. I've i have got a few successful sets. So I'll be practicing polishing. Um, I'm pretty happy with my quality overall. So, probably a few more weeks I'll be setting up an online shop to start selling. I'm,
0: cool. That'll be exciting.
1: So, I've it's al- an adventure. Yeah, I've already got a few friends online who are looking to order some when I get ready to sell them.
2: I might buy those <laughs> black and purple ones. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> I might make you some that are like part black, part purple. You'll have to see what I've got downstairs. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: You'll surprise me. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm, but yeah, I'm, I'm really excited with this dice making and yeah, it's it's fun to see them all finished. Yay. That's, that's exciting in its own right. Crafting! <laughs> now there's there's something out there that uh, a lot of people are excited about but Edwin you've got a beef with it what's what's your
0: beef? I don't know if a lot of people are excited about but as, we, as the gaming community the video game community know that Google just uh, just uh, released or about to release Google Stadia now Google Stadia if nobody knows what this is or aren't familiar with it it's Fully streaming video game.
1: Fully video st- games. Fully streaming. What? Yeah. Is it, is fully
0: it... streaming video games. So basically, instead of having a console that does all the processing and the rendering of your video game
1: uh-huh.
0: to the on the console, you're streaming that from a from a data center, a Google data center, I would assume it does all the processing there and streams it to wherever you're playing Uh uh-huh right okay so you don't exact so you can have like a you know like a chrome streaming stick or even on your computer and your computer's not doing anything except for showing you what's what it's right rendering in the cloud right and playing right right so you can have the crappiest computer and can still play like high-end triple-a games
1: okay okay
0: all right so here's the thing the thing that i have a beef with it is is that you have to have actually a number of different things you have to have a really good internet connection Mm. okay because without saying and there's still a problem with with like lag oh even if you press like you know if you're playing a first person shooter game right and everybody uh-huh. knows who plays fps games right right latency is a killer
2: it is it is latency
1: okay is a death that's why sentence?
2: I, so you're basically yeah, saying
1: latency is it's a death not sentence? playable
0: yeah if you have latency of any kind it pretty much becomes unplayable that's why people who are very dedicated to fps games uh-huh they will get things like like high uh, like really really low latency gaming mice high refresh rate um monitors high-end video cards because when you press something uh-huh milliseconds count
1: okay i see okay yeah i see that
0: so when you're doing this in streaming and you press something right uh-huh there's a little bit of lag on what happens on the screen because it has to go all the way out there and back. Right. Oh, right? yeah, that could be trouble. Yeah, but Google says that they sort of fix this by predicting the, the key press that you're about to make, How which is they... not through AI. They're artificial intelligence. Right? So uh-huh, okay. when you press something, it sort of predicts of what you're going to do next, already sort of, like, queues it up to reduce the time that latency, but people are already seeing it, who is doing the playtesting on the Stadia.
2: Uh-huh. are
0: still seeing... A lag. A little bit of a lag. Mm.
2: Oh, right.
0: dear. And here's the other thing I have a beef about. They're saying, first of all, the games that you... You still have to pay for the games. Uh-huh. That you have, right? Uh-huh. So it doesn't matter if I have, like... Um... No, no, Red Dead Redemption 2 on, you know, a copy of it somewhere. Uh Uh-huh. You still have to pay for that game again to play it on Stadia. But Stadia is free if you're only playing at 1080p. If you're going to be playing on 4K, it's an extra cost to it. And the more, the more, the more, um, the more, uh, like, you know, higher resolution you have, the Uh more bandwidth you need
1: oh dear
0: and there's already they're already saying that each game like per hour is already taking 25 gigabytes of of your data
1: oh dear so
0: multiply that by a month and anybody who's got comcast xfinity most people right now have a cap of one terabyte
1: oh that's gonna run through that in a heartbeat
0: exactly Oh, so, dear. I don't know. They have to fix a lot of things. They were promising like a lot of things, and some, of, a lot of it hasn't come into fruition yet. Of what is, it looks like.
2: Is this is this Google's attempt to join the gaming community? Or has, I, to has,
0: me, it's it's the the I, to me, I think what they're trying to do is basically say. You don't need a 300 or $400 console. You don't need... A high-end a, rig. A high-end, you know, $1,000, $2,000 gaming rig. We'll, you will do all but the processing cost... for you, right? Uh-huh. But, I mean, I think for me, it's okay uh-huh. with ga- casual games. But if you're going to game, you know, yeah. like if you're going to be playing...
2: Some hard, you know, high quality.
0: Yeah, like fall... You know, like fallout 4 yeah. yeah or battlefield or modern warfare whatever
1: uh, it, this it, is not gonna be good yeah it, it might work okay for a, for a single player game but if you're playing multiplayer or well, that, mmos
0: well not even that because if you're playing fps fps games by yourself and uh-huh. you're using like whatever like a campaign or whatever uh-huh it still matters because you're still playing against
2: other online the players. computer.
0: Oh, that too. Right? Oh,
1: true, true, yeah.
0: I mean, there's nothing more frustrating than mm. pressing a button, expecting this, something to happen.
1: And you die before it can happen. You,
0: you die before it can happen.
2: <laughs> your, your character <laughs> is all of a sudden walking into a wall.
0: <laughs> yeah. But uh. my there's other services like this, but I think they do so, so much of a better job. Like Xbox Game Pass. Right. You know? they do a much better job at this because
1: that's their
2: industry
0: yeah because the thing is they're still doing you can do partial you know rendering from a cloud Uh but you still have the box that can do most of the rendering right 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 so scenes can be done somewhere else but into actual gameplay it can be done locally and what happens if your game gets cut out by by your internet
1: Oh yeah, that would be a problem.
0: Yeah, you're sitting there like, oh my gosh, you know, it's like okay, you know, like if you're like a, playing with like three other guys on CS:GO, and all of a sudden your your internet gets cut out.
1: <laughs> yeah, that that sounds like some some. Uh... It's every
2: gamer's nightmare.
1: No.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like I'm really skeptical about about Google Stadia, and I'm. You know, yeah, I'm there's... not, I mean, I, I'll i be, I will be very interested once, once you know, they, I get it in they, my hands and yeah. see exactly what this is. But this is the reports. It's just becoming more and more skeptical of me that this is going yeah. to br- be a good thing.
2: This is something brand new, right?
0: It's a brand new thing. But the thing is, streaming games is not a new thing.
2: Oh, no, no. Right.
0: I mean, anybody who's, you know, what was it? Like, way back in the day, there was something called OnLive. That was trying to do the same thing uh-huh. but never really took off. Right. Now Google's trying to do the same you know, doing something yeah. like that. Who knows? So yeah. I don't know. If if you guys have any um any comments about it, if you guys have actually tried Google Stadia, if you think I'm wrong, please you know, please uh yeah, please <laughs> email us at uh Dunder Niners.
1: At, at gmail.com gmail. <laughs> Or send us notes on our Twitter. You can yeah. you, you can send them directly to T Edwin. At T Edwin, Edwin yes. Yeah. Uh, or you know, you can send it to me at uh Pleasant Doom or Pam at PandaCat Dragon One. Yes. You can you can <laughs> let any of us know I that will th-
2: join you in <laughs> you, <yeah. laughs> the criticism.
1: Yeah, you can you can let any one of us know if Edwin's wrong. <laughs> or, or, or if you agree wholeheartedly, we're, we'll be happy to hear from you either way. Um, but onward, I've got, uh, I've got something I want to tell you about. So, uh, orange mango guts, shut up and listen.
0: That is the purpose of this meeting, ladies and gentlemen, for a nationwide campaign by you to demand by law such compulsory education.
1: Okay, there's there's something I got particularly excited about since we last recorded. The Ebron book came out, and I got myself a copy. And holy cow, it's so exciting to me. God. Somebody, he,
2: somebody restrain her. <laughs> <gasps>
1: oh, I'm, seriously, like I, I have a friend who works in the bookstore. And she told me they were on the shelves and they were having like their friends and family day so she was able to to uh you the rules were in in favor of you know giving discounts to friends and family so i was able to go get it and you know have it in my hands that same day oh i i am so in love with the artificer class right now i can't even tell you they've got um the new artificer class they've got New playable races in there. They've got things called dragon marks. I need to read more about those, but they sound interesting. Um, new new magic items, um, new spells. I think they've got a. I think they've got a couple. No, they don't have new spells in there. They have. They do have new magic items. They have a lot of new mechanics that they introduce especially if you're playing an Eberron campaign and the thing about Eberron is it introduces kind of a an almost steampunk element to it where or, or a kind of a melding of mechanical and magic in it they've got the warforged race which is really exciting that's robot people <sighs>
0: I have a question Yeah where does this fit in in the Dungeons and Dragons realm
1: um, Eberron is, you can consider Eberron to either be another world, another kind of plane of existence, or you can consider it another continent. I I haven't read all the lore about it, so I don't know exactly, but it's like the, the original 5E material is basically a Forgotten Realms setting. Yeah. Um,
0: it's Faerun
1: yeah it's Faerun which is a continent Uh, Eberron is another continent you can consider it like I said you can consider it another world if you want or you can consider it another continent on the same world as Faerun Um, there's also rumor that they're going to be bringing out possibly dark sun material I don't know much about dark sun But it's, and then there's also the Ravinka stuff, which I believe is yet another continent Mm -hmm. in the Dungeons and Dragons world. So, yeah, it's, it's, so while I can't give you an exact answer on how Eberron fits in yet, I'm going to be reading the, the lore on it so I can know exactly, but it's got (laughs) like, it's got like crime syndicates and.
0: Well, there's a crime syndicate in. In and 2. Yeah, I mean, but no,
1: like, they... they mask
0: lords of water deep. <laughs> Well, I,
1: I mean, like, they've got multiple crime syndicates, and they've got uh, group patrons, so you can basically have your group working for a guy, and and they send you on your quest, like, okay, this is a thing, and then you, you could essentially betray your group patron if you really wanted to, but... Yeah, it's... Player versus it's, player. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> or something. But it's it looks like it's got, like, basically instructions on how to structure a crime syndicate if you wanted to create your own. It's got more information on building NPCs and other... It, oh, that's it. Yeah, it's... That's
0: it. I want to create the first evil. mafia cartel. And
2: <laughs> so that's basically an evil campaign there then?
1: I'm not it's not necessarily an evil campaign. It's just kind of a grittier continent. Sounds it's, like it's
0: a, it. It's l-
1: it's a little grittier, a little it's a little just, less high <laughs> fantasy and adds a, a touch of sci-fi okay, to it. Okay.
2: we're going to be all sporting our best New Jersey accents? <laughs>
1: I'm so bad at the New Jersey accent. <laughs> I <don't laughs> All I know how to do with new New Jersey, I learned from the Muppet Rats. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh boy. It was, I'm pretty sure those are fake New Jersey accents too. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Any listeners from New Jersey, I'm i I'm sorry. <laughs> not.
0: I'm not about to offend anybody <laughs> in New Jersey. Uh, and, I've wa- I've watched too many movies. and shows [SSSSSSS1] yeah i.e sopranos [SSSS1] yeah but [SS1]
1: (laughs) But seriously that's that's where i learned to do a new jersey accent from is muppet the muppet rats and i already know that my
0: imitation is so bad so we know that like [SS1] faroon uh-huh sort of sort of like models itself from like like fantasy, kind of, um, like kind, medieval, sort of, you right. know, like, I would say, like the Renaissance Festival sort of thing. Yeah. Right? Where would, where would Eberron sort of model itself after? Right, oh,
1: in the parking lot. Yeah, like, so like, like is it like, like
0: 1920s? Like, not 1920s, like,
1: <laughs> I would not say 1920s, but it does have an element of steam to steampunk. it. Steampunk. Oh, yeah, steampunk. So yeah, we're it's, talking it's about, it's got a little bit of, of steampunk element to it, not Victorian styled steampunk, right? Yeah. But it's almost more like um, steampunk means Wild West, I'd say. Also, they have they have. Halflings that ride dragons. Apparently,
0: <laughs> I think of steampunk meets wild. Not, not dragons, I think of like, they have, I think of like they Will have Smith, halfling wild dinosaur riders. I don't care.
1: I get to ride a little. Yeah, they, they have they have halfling dinosaur riders written into Eberron. That's it. Okay, I'm, that's it. Follow you want a dinosaur? Found my class.
0: <laughs> oh boy! I'll allow
1: it. I'm
0: sure we're gonna have. I'm sure we're gonna be delving right into Eberron. I know, like um. I've got plans with Everon, too in my character and yeah, in your I, campaign. So my yeah.
2: raptor's name will be Roxy because Roxy, my Doberman dog, is a raptor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. I. But I am absolutely in love with the Artificer class. Like I've I've been excited about it because I've like I said I've I listened to Critical Hit and one of the characters is an, is an Artificer, and that's just like an interesting take on 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 how people could use magic, but in a mechanical take. So I was reading through the artificer stuff. There's three different artificer subclasses for 5e. There's the, um, the alchemist, which can make potions and they can make experimental potions that do crazy things. Um, there's the,
2: (laughs) we will not mention any type of anime in here.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we, we will not go there, <laughs> but no, there's so there's there's some crazy potions that they can make. And they can they can almost essentially make potions at a whim. Cool. It's a, I mean that's that's putting it very roughly, but it's exciting that yeah it they can they can do a little more on the healing class side than than a lot of things. There's also the Artillerist, which does I I guess they generally focus on like doing damage and they can make tiny cannons they can they can have a small cannon that can just take up a space and, and fire and you can declare if it has legs or not <laughs> so it can walk around okay or you can make a tiny cannon that fits in your hand and it sticks around for a while <laughs> and um, so yeah the, I, I like the sound of the tiny cannons i kind of want one um but the (laughs) (laughs) the subclass that i am most in love with right now is the battlesmith which um they can have basically a robot companion which i'm I'm just like i need an artificer i need this artificer to have a robot goose (laughs) Okay. Because this geese... This puts out
0: fire and lightning.
1: Yes. <laughs> because geese are feisty and ferocious. They are. they are. So I think a robot goose would be fun.
0: Actually, you know <laughs> what? If I was going to make a robot goose, I'd probably make it fart fire and lightning. Because <laughs> that's more interesting.
1: That would be quite interesting. <laughs> Just turns around and...
2: Wow, Edwin, I wasn't really expecting that from you. <laughs> but okay.
1: But yeah, I'm, but I'm excited about that. Another fun thing about oh the God. artificers. <laughs> I know,
2: I could go on about no, there's, it. No, we're on about this fighting goose. Mine would breathe, what, fire and lightning?
1: Fire and lightning, yeah.
2: And out of the other end, bullet. <laughs>
1: You just load it up with some goose eggs and or some fertilized duck eggs and and just whenever you're hungry, that could be a trap.
0: <laughs> that could be a placement trap
2: for Filipinos.
0: <laughs> like you just be there, but- you know, and then like and like the like all the baddies would just like go there, and go, ooh, what's this? You know, they eat it you know, and they just like completely die. You know,
2: there. you know there was a Filipino movie that. Of kind of like the goose laying the golden eggs. Yep. Actually, no. I'm sorry. That was a dog, a dog that pooped out gold. Never mind. <laughs> Such a weird detour that pa- this pa-
0: Pam, took, was, but... Pam was getting Pam getting her uh Filipino folklore and
1: and dogs mixed and up
0: completely messed up now.
1: Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, anyway, last thing. I'll t- last thing I'll mention about the artificers. And, and then we can move on. Um, one of the other things that artificers can do is they have these, um, they can imbue items and basically turn mundane items and mundane weapons into magical items, magical weapons. They, and one of those is like you recreate a type of ma- magical item. And that's exciting to me. I want to have a sword that grows out of my character's arm. Cause that's the thing you can do with an artificer. Uh, wow! I know it's like, Angela, Lee, there's something wrong with you. But I love it.
0: It's like Assassin's Creed with their like yeah. knives coming out. Those that was always, like picture. No, no,
1: no, no. It's it's not. It's not a blade that attaches to a thing on your wrist. It's a blade that you imbue it, and the blade lives inside your arm. Oh. And you basically have to do a kind of, gesture, yeah. and it comes out of your arm. For those that have
2: seen Adventure Time, yes, just think of the what's it called, the the blade made out of what was it grass something or like something that. like that or plant or whatever. So yeah, something like that. <sighs>
1: okay. I, okay. So I calm stand, down.
0: <laughs> I, I stand by my theory that Nikola Tesla was actually an artificer.
2: Absolutely. Exactly. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> There's, I think we all agree that...
1: <laughs> that... Nikola Tesla was absolutely an artificer. Okay. Phew, I can breathe. Okay. And now... You had our question for Let Me Tell You a Thing. Is that really a thing? Hey, what'd you mean my that? A... Okay, so...
2: If you're like me, you probably have Disney Plus, and I'm totally binging on Gargoyles because I totally want...
1: Hashtag keep binging Gargoyles.
2: Yes, because I totally want a continuation of the story, and it's just... I my will child, not
0: comment on that.
2: My childhood. My childhood being <laughs> Yeah,
1: you're, you're not allowed to comment on Gargoyles. I already Don't know your Don't you
2: dare. Finger. Don't you dare.
1: Anyway, moving so, on to your thing. <laughs> so,
2: for those of you that have Disney+, Plus, you probably, chances are you might have seen The Mandalorian, which is a very hot topic in social media or whatever. So, please explain to me this baby Yoda and why this is all over, especially those that have not seen The Mandalorian, they're all over this baby Yoda. Sure, it's cute, but what else?
1: Okay, from some from the standpoint of someone who has not yet watched Mandalorian, I need to catch up because I've been watching Gargoyles instead. Um,
0: <laughs> I will not comment. <laughs> hashtag
1: on that. keep bingeing Gargoyles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, um, from someone who has not seen it, yes, it's adorable and um we haven't seen it yet but you can tell from the like the little gifs the and the jpegs that show up on the internet you can tell that it's a puppet and practical effects and it's like this is gorgeous this is this is amazing And, and you know half of them are like oh baby yoda is so adorable it's like there's and for those of us who are you know fans who just haven't had the time or the opportunity to see it yet? Are like, there's another one? Holy cow. There is another one? There's another Yoda creature? There's another one? There's a baby one? Oh, oh my goodness. There's another one. Th- so that's, that's, <laughs> that's what okay. it is on my end. <laughs> Edwin? From someone who has seen The Mandalorian. Please. Okay,
0: it's not, um, I must confess, I am a big Star Wars nerd. And when (laughs) I first saw the Mandalorian and I saw the baby Yoda, I was like, oh my gosh, we're going to... My first inclination was, are we finally going to find out what is Yoda's race and where Yoda comes from? Because nobody knows where Yoda comes from, what planet he's from, where his species originated from. Where his species, even what system, you know, that comes from. It's a big. It's one of the biggest unknowns in Star Wars lore.
2: I always thought that we just don't know anything because he was a Jedi Master. Usually, Jedi Masters are secluded and mysterious.
0: Not, not. I mean, you gotta think of, you gotta think of the Jedi's as a religion, right? Right. It's like a. It's like a like. It was, you know, it's modeled after the Shinto religion. Okay. Okay. And the thing is, is there's this whole idea specifically around Yoda, right? That he was, that he's very, very in tune in the Force. In fact, it's, you know, they say it in episode one, right? The notorious Phantom Menace episode, right? Mm Mm-hmm. That... Anakin Skywalker was more in tune with the Force than Yoda was, which was a mind-blowing thing.
1: His midi-chlorians were off the scale.
0: Yeah, his midi-chlorians were off the scale, right? More than Master Yoda's was. And Master Yoda is so powerful, right, Mm -hmm. that even... You know, even, you know, the Sith sort of fears Yoda.
1: Uh-huh. Right? Uh-huh.
0: So what is up with Yoda's race? Why are they so in tune with the Force? And then when once we saw that Baby Yoda, right? Or Uh-huh. quote-unquote Baby Yoda, he is also in tuned with the Force. Or he or she. I don't know if it is a he or she at this point. Hopefully, this doesn't spoil anything for everybody, but it's been two weeks, so I get to... I'm allowed, I think.
1: (laughs) (laughs) As long as you keep it to a minimum. Yeah.
0: But anyways... Teaser, no spoiler. (laughs) we find... I mean, this is why it's such a big deal. And now it's... Now that we sort of know that the Mandalorian is sort of, you know, like revolving around uh, the baby Yoda... Now I'm sort of like, what is up with this so, race? So, so a lot of people are asking, where did this baby Yoda come? From? Because we all we assumed that Yoda was the last of his race.
1: He
2: was a Doctor Who.
1: Yeah, it was, right. <laughs> but nine hundred years, you're <laughs> here's, here's the thing: we assume. Here's the thing:
0: we assume that. But in Attack of the Clo- in Attack of the Clones, right? There was Yaddle. Right, which was the other Yoda-like figure, you know, who happened to be female. Right, mm-hmm. she disappears from Attack of the Clones. We don't know what ever happened to her. She just all of a sudden she's gone. Right. Hmm. So there's this whole entire backstory, or like I don't know if it's fan fiction. I don't know if it's from the fan from theory. the former canon. Right. That Disney doesn't want to touch anymore.
1: You mean the the extended universe?
0: Yeah, the extended universe. And there was this whole form of canon that that Yaddle was actually like Yoda's wife.
2: Mm. Is you would know more about the Jedi practice or whatever? Were they allowed to marry? Or no, I, that's not why it was exactly, proud of, no.
0: no, because I mean, that's the thing is that is that when it was actually not, it, when when Anakin Skywalker married Queen Amidala right right Padme they had to do it in secret because they didn't want
1: anyone else to know
0: anyone else to know especially Obi-Wan no especially the Jedi Order
1: the Jedi Council it was
0: the yeah in fact a lot of people you know you know a lot of people in you know who spans of Star Wars You know, it's pretty much said that once Anakin married Padme and you're supposed to be like, you know, like, you know, like your feelings betray you sort of thing. Right. Mm -hmm. Once he married Padme, that was the downfall of Anakin.
2: Okay. So, so back to baby Yoda. So he's, so he or she is is a hot issue because of the mystery of the that alien species.
1: Yeah. You know, I I I think Edwin's right on this one.
2: Not because it's cute.
1: Well, plus it's Partially it's cute. Partially, <laughs> it's cute. It's partially I mean, because he's who ab- can, I mean, it's, it's like it's, it's absolutely adorable. It's Are you adorable. Came,
0: do you know how adorable that was when like he was like grabbing like not, the little knob in the thing? In I the will show? not
2: I will not spoil <laughs> it by not I don't agree with the diet, but...
0: (laughs) I
1: think we've all seen the GIF.
2: Okay. The frog? Yeah. Yeah. Did you see the one where where Kermit was...
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I saw that. (laughs) I don't think I saw that. You're going to have to show me later. I don't
2: remember. It's it's all these GIFs that pop up. I'm like, that's interesting.
0: (laughs) You know, speaking of the Mandalorian, there's a lot of mysteries behind this entire series
2: well this is supposed to take place what
0: what? this takes place after five years after the dawn of the empire return of the jedi right yeah okay the fall of the empire right so five years after and you see like the cool thing about nice i talked about this last episode i think the coolest thing about this um this series is that it's such a take back from from the inspiration that um George Lucas had ins- the the inspirations of George Lucas on Star Wars because he was watching things like like Seven Samurai and Yojimbo yeah. all these Japanese it's not it's not a you know it's not a a happenstance that that um the Jedi order is modeled after shinto because mm-hmm. This is the stuff that george lucas was watching and like the last like the last uh you know episode i'm not going to give any spoilers completely completely calls harks on the on seven samurai uh-huh. so yeah. it's so cool because it's so western <laughs> hey it's just a western hey. Lone, no name gunman. All right. Mr. Mr. Star
2: Wars. (laughs) Mr. Star Wars fan, have you read the books?
0: I've read not all of them, not maybe. I don't know. There's a long time ago I picked up a couple of. Because I
2: believe there are some that are canon and some that aren't. And it makes me Um, wonder if any of those have any history um, or anything to add on to the Yoda species.
1: Oh, from what I understand, Dis- Disney when they bought the franchise straight up said the extended universe is not canon. The only yeah. things canon are the movies and the video game that had already been released. Like the the official stuff that Lucas Films had put out. That's the only stuff that is officially okay. canon. They straight up said ex- extended universe is not canon. Okay. I know they are picking up stuff from the extended I think, universe. I think it's
2: inspiration, but yeah. not. Yeah, Yeah. So that's like,
0: why I call it former canon. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But anyway, okay. Edwin, is your inner geek satisfied?
0: Yeah. I, <laughs> yes, it's cute, but there's more to Baby Yoda yeah. than me see but, but
1: But you've had you've had your chance for a geek out oh, yeah. of Star Wars. Are, are you <laughs> feeling satisfied? <laughs> yes. Yes?
0: Hey, Pam yeah. had to ask, so there it is.
1: Hey, so you, yeah. <laughs> Pam, is your question satisfied? Yeah. Okay, (laughs) making sure we're all satisfied on this point. We all breathe. (sighs) Can't wait to
0: watch the the next one.
1: Okay, (laughs) but for now, now that we've had our inner geeks all satisfied, had our major geek outs, it's time to uh, tell everybody a story.
0: Hold on, hold on, (laughs) hold on, hold on, hold on.
1: You're so busy geeking out. (laughs) Now
0: we present the hilarious story of their further adventures.
1: Uh, Okay, so... I'm sure you've heard of, uh... of the adventures that I've been talking about, uh... You know, with, uh... Bugsy and Helja and the rest of them. Well, in one of their, uh previous sessions, uh, they had a little bit of a run-in. They, they were going through this mountain pass. It was narrow and things were spooky and they met some travelers who, uh, well, they'd had a rough time. The path that was usually clear, the one they had no trouble traversing on their way to their destination was suddenly overrun by something that attacked them on their way back just a, a relatively safe path suddenly overrun with something very dangerous well they had to they had to continue on the path so af- after managing to sit this group down for a meal and and a chat you know, they continued on their the travelers continued on their way and, and our heroes continued on theirs. Well, as as they got closer they found more and more signs that well something was there and something was keeping an eye on them. At one point they reached a path that was a little wider than the rest, and well they found something a little disturbing, at which point they were attacked. By goblins. It was a tough battle. Some of them nearly dropped. There were goblins and and uh, hobgoblins. It was it it was fierce, and lots of damage was be- was dealt. Thankfully, most of it by our heroes. And at the very end, there was one last goblin left. Our heroes were having trouble hitting this goblin. Fortunately for them, this goblin didn't have trouble hitting himself. (laughs) He was about to make an attack, which would have been... I I can't remember who he was up against, but if it had hit, it probably would have nearly dropped them. But that goblin got a nat 1. And essentially tripped on a rock Onto their own dagger. And died. The trail was safe at last. And that was the end. Of the last goblin standing. And there were traps and what not further up the trail and they. Picked up an NPC to adopt. But. The last goblin standing. Was a danger unto himself.
2: <laughs> was it was that one of our campaigns
1: yeah that was one of ours heldra was there i think <laughs> like i two think two
0: sessions ago wasn't it I think, yeah
1: two sessions hey I, I think mr pointy dude was there mr pointy dude was there was mr pointy dude mr pointy was there i think we told the story of mr pointy but we didn't tell about the last goblin standing yeah. oh, okay
2: so he wasn't he wasn't that no that like... was not
1: the last goblin yeah. standing it was it was one of the tiny goblins This
0: was the same this was the same fight Hey Yeah this was the same fight But yeah. at
2: least no one died and that was good <laughs> I don't think
1: Erdan nearly dropped if I had been dealing all the damage that uh, I could have been dealing
2: fine. Yeah He's fine just walk it off uh, Well well <laughs> he actually no he became Come on Can I say it? Go ahead and say it. He became
1: daddy.
0: <laughs> oh yeah
1: would you like to tell the story oh of how God. we became daddy? I don't know. Let's oh. get the music going back up Edward.
0: <laughs> I can't, I just turned it off.
1: Yeah, you can start it back up. <laughs> what was it?
2: Okay, so we okay, so in a nutshell, we were in You were in the
1: town we called Deloro at the Doloro, that's where, where my character. Delorado. Came from. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Delorado. <laughs>
1: Delorado. Yeah, the Delorado. town that Muggsy came from. Yes. So and, so Yeah, Willow and and Helja were in the one restaurant, <laughs> so and what? And Erdogan. Erdogan came in. eventually joined you uh, along with the rest of your party.
2: Yes, along with how do we call it?
1: Ilyan, the drow youngster.
2: The the one that we adopted, yeah, quote the, unquote, the
1: adopted NPC. So,
2: so what happened in Helge's semi drunken stupor? You that you weren't that tipsy. <laughs> No, I wasn't. So I, the, my constitution was good. Your constitution um, was very good. So I gave Elian a little bit of coin, so that from now on he he would call. This for er- twenty four hours. He would call Erdon, Daddy.
1: <laughs> and the look on Jeff's face <laughs> when you did that. <laughs>
2: Oh come on! It made it made the whole entire. Oh, it,
1: it was hilarious. The
2: twenty four hours was priceless. I don't think the twenty four hours is entirely up yet. Yes, yes.
1: Because I don't think you've had another dinner oh, time. Were,
2: oh yeah, but there were multiple times when he would he would come in and he would be like,
1: "Hey, daddy." I, oh, is that your son? No, they were nothing alike. <laughs>
0: Two. One's a drow.
1: <laughs> one's a one's a high elf. <laughs> Trying to explain <laughs> that.
2: <laughs> and then here's my and character the going yes. Long suffering sigh. <laughs> Character's like yes. <laughs> and I think at that point, my character actually ran out the door laughing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I believe so. Yes. Okay. Bonus story. Yay. Daddy. Okay. And finally, everyone, thanks for listening again. Uh, For your entertainment, we will be generating a generic Hallmark movie plot.
2: That seemed awfully longer, though. Yeah.
0: yeah. We it's haven't a, used that one in a while. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was
1: about to say, well, this is longer. <laughs> that. Okay. So, how uh, does yeah. this work? Yeah. What did you find?
0: Okay. So, it is the holiday season, as we know. We had our holiday special last our, episode. Yeah, our Thanksgiving special. A Thanksgiving special where we were trying to figure out how to survive Thanksgiving. And to the point where now, after Thanksgiving, now is the. You know, like Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, what have you, holidays. And one of the things that you may notice on Netflix, on Hulu, even on Disney Plus are Hallmark esque holiday movies. <laughs> and Pam was shaking her head. It's just ridiculous <laughs> movies and
2: it's just the same formula over and over again.
0: To prove our point, we I found this I I was introduced to this uh, to this website, this this article actually, on basically creating your own Hallmark Christmas movie with this joyful story generator brought to you by Kelly O'Neill from rollins college and basically this is how formulaic it is we're gonna try this and see if we can't create our very own hallmark holiday movie
1: right. Okay. okay so, so what do we got to do
0: okay so this is how it works i need to put up hold on a second i gotta put up a uh, thing to write on here so i'm just gonna put up our trusty notepad and then we will
2: is it kind of ask
0: like, what's that
2: is it kind of like a mad lib thing
0: sort of yeah <laughs> in a sense <laughs> oh okay. so that's why i use the metal of theater um bumper here okay okay so give so you guys can Commerciate about amongst yourselves on what numbers you want. All right, so we'll, I need a we'll number.
2: <laughs> you go first. I need
0: okay. a number between one through fourteen.
1: Uh, three.
0: Three. Okay. Pam, I need a number between one and twenty-two.
2: Do they have to be whole numbers? Yes.
0: Whole numbers, <laughs> yes.
2: Fine.
1: Thirteen.
0: Okay. And Angela, one through twenty-six.
1: Twenty-five. You seem to be skeptical. <laughs> Alright.
0: One through fourteen. One. One? One. Oh, well, that
2: was quick. <laughs> a sharp one. Oh my
0: gosh. She's so okay. Um Angela, one through eleven. Hmm. Too bad
1: we can't eight. Just, too bad we can't just roll Eight? Hard. Oh, we could roll it. Well, it's... It's fine. Yeah, it's it's just odd numbers, so we can't use our actual dice.
0: It's fine. All right.
1: Otherwise, I'd totally be getting my hashtag pretty dice. Okay, (laughs) Pam,
0: one through 22.
2: Natural 20.
0: Oh, my gosh. All right. (laughs) Angela, one through 26.
1: Let's make it another natural 20.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Actually, hold on one second. One, two, three... Four, five, six, seven. One, two, three, four, five.
2: Hey, Evan, are you gonna do do voiceover?
0: I will try.
2: <laughs> Put on your best narrator voice.
0: <laughs> well, I just messed up here. I'm gonna go back one Uh-oh. couple times. Okay, I need one, one through fourteen.
2: Who? Wait, whose turn is it? I think it's yours. Mine. Uh, seven. Seven. Yes.
0: All right, one through eleven. Ten. Okay, one through fourteen. Four. Okay, one through ten.
1: Five.
0: Five. Okay, and last but not least, one through twelve. Eleven.
2: Eleven. (laughs) Eleven.
0: Alright.
2: Alright, let's <coughs> let's hear this story. Tell a story, tell a story, tell a story, <clears throat> story tell a story. I think we all told the story actually in <laughs> this podcast.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> in our next holiday special next holiday movie. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, I can't do that.
2: Do, <laughs> do you need us to read it? No,
0: I can do it. Okay, okay. All, right, all right, all right, He, right. Right. Okay. Just, can't
1: do, he can't, <laughs> just can't do an announcer okay, edit, voice. edit,
0: edit, edit, edit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we do things in post.
1: <laughs> You're not actually going to edit that out, are you?
0: I may have to. I feel so silly doing this. Okay.
1: That's the point.
0: On the next Hallmark Holiday Special. A snarky female vegetarian 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 veterinarian is unhappy because she was tasked with a big assignment at work and isn't sure she can complete it but has too much on the line not to everything changes when she meets a quiet male business owner who offers her the job of her dreams While they're both involved in a funny catastrophe while holiday shopping in the toy department, through crazy circumstances and with a little help from a snarky elf assigned to her case by Santa himself, she soon discovers that your first love isn't always the right love. On the next Hallmark Holiday Special... (laughs)
2: like every holiday special
1: <laughs> there's so much snark in that I one was about to say, snarky
2: elf snarky vet veterinarian is the, what's the is the business and of course there's a businessman there's this always is... a businessman
0: no, this is so hilarious because it's like all you gotta do is like one through 14 right right you can see a sassy or clumsy or snarky or feisty spirited strong-willed what have you right female manager tv personality executive intern reporter author artist what you know is unhappy because and here's some 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 of them she lost her job and therefore her way or her way in life or it could be everyone hates her cold businessy attitude which has (laughs) resulted in the upcoming closing cancellation of everyone's favorite A, library, B, toy factory, C, carousel in the park, D, music program at the local elementary school, or E, town Christmas parade, holiday festival, local bakery, and there's like a huge list, okay? Oh, good grief. Everything changes when she meets, right? Snarky, blundering, nerdy, awkward, sassy, dorky, whatever, male, right? painter who doesn't realize his own talent or male in the same situation she's in who's going through a nasty breakup or a photography covering the town's big christmas parade while there here's funny ones both snowed in at a local lodge in cafe gas station (laughs) mechanic's house wow it just goes on and on it's this is how formulating the these is, are though,
2: i'm we're going through the options, and it's like nothing is new <laughs> no, I, mean,
0: <laughs> I think this is how they make holiday hallmark. That's why they can pump out like ten of them in every Christmas oh, season God. yeah,
1: so yeah um if if you if you want to have fun with that yourself, um we'll try to remember to post the link to that on I think probably the Facebook page.
2: Whoever can come up with the least hallmark. Hallmark movie. <laughs> you can send it to us, and then we'll check it out to see if it passes.
1: And again, we'll we'll post the link to that on our Facebook page, which is Legend Creators. Excuse me. I'm capturing that. <laughs> Did it actually pick up? Yes. Good grief. Anyway, so yeah, our Facebook is Legend Creators on, and uh, yeah, if you. If you get a result that's really un-hallmark or particularly ridiculously hallmark, you will get our gratitude. Or our sympathies. <laughs> our sympathies.
0: Know, Either way,
1: s- send your favorite result to us. Um, DungeonDiners at gmail.com uh, I don't think we'll have enough room in a tweet to send it on Twitter. <laughs> However, you
2: could always drop us a line on hmm. Twitter as well. Yeah,
0: you know, and I would love, I I would love to know if there are people out there that just loves Hallmark holiday. My mom, and they just <laughs> they will they will binge watch it like like how we how we try to binge the Mandalorian for the first <clears throat> time or whatever. <clears throat>
1: My gargoyles. <laughs>
0: or gargoyles
1: keep binging gargoyles
0: <laughs> for you guys gargoyles. Because I um, think there are um, a bunch of people out there who um, just loves these kind of stories.
1: I used to watch them a lot with my mom. My mom still does.
2: Every time she visited me,
1: <laughs> I don't it would be stuck on the Homer channel. <laughs> I don't think my mom really watches them much anymore. Oh, my but... mom still
0: watches it. Oh, that gosh, K-dramas. Yeah. Anyway. Speaking of K-dramas, does Uh-oh. it... Are these, <laughs> I, I mean, our K-Dramas also pretty formulaic?
2: We will have to talk about that in the next episode. In another
0: episode. Because I would yeah. love to find out.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. Just remind us, remind us in another episode and we'll talk about that. But as for now, we need to wrap up.
0: We do need to wrap up. <laughs>
2: Anyway, thank you for listening
1: yeah, to th- us. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, again, uh, you can find us on Twitter. Uh, I am uh, at Pleasant Doom. I am at PandaCatDragon1.
0: And I'm at T Cities Edwin.
1: Uh You can also find Pam's Instagram, which is kind of the podcast Instagram. Uh, at PandaCatDragon. Or you can find us on Facebook with the uh, name of Legend Creators. And you can email us um, with the email dungeon diners at gmail.com. Yep. Wow, my English we actually is have, getting real good. We actually have
0: a bunch of emails that uh, that came in last time we were. Uh, yeah, we were we'll, we'll
1: have to go over those next episode. time. Yeah, oh. we'll go over those next times and see what we've got. All right. So thanks again for listening to Dungeons Dining
0: and Dorks.
1: Let's come again later.
0: Bye.